Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to a special edition of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast, where in our main show, we forgot to discuss AEW uh, revolution. So we decided to just sit down and discuss AEW revolution. Yeah. We got to like an hour and a minute. It was like, did we talk about this? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about AEW revolution that happened on Sunday, March 5th. Yep. And it overall was a decent show. But before we get into that, this week we are drinking uh, Jameson whiskey and Slain because we have St. Patrick's Day coming up. So we we have two different whiskeys that we're drinking this week, and we wish we had just stuck with the Jameson. Yeah. Uh, no, Slain's not that bad. Uh, if you go back and listen to our, our main show for the week, we, we go into discussions. But Slain is really great for mixing Yeah. if it, you don't want that whiskey flavor. It is the vodka of whiskeys. Yeah. It, it has no flavor. Whereas Jameson is a nice sipping whiskey. Of course, you can still make great cocktails out of it. Sure. But it is very nice to just kind of pour yourself a glass of Jameson and just sit there and sip on it while you watch wrestling or you play board games from McNarb Gaming. Yep. So, like Michael said, Sunday was revolution. Uh, We all got together up here at the studio and watched it. Us and then uh, three of the guys from Travelers. Yep. uh, Jay, Jody, and Brady were all up here to watch it. Um, the zero hour, which is what they called their buy-in, uh, or their, their pre-show. Yeah. Cause they, they, you know, they name all theirs. They have the different, cause the, I think all in has the buy-in and you know, that kind of stuff. So we had the ROH world tag team champ, Mark Briscoe teaming with the Lucha brothers Versus Ari Davari and the Varsity Athletes, which was Josh Woods and Tony Nese. Uh, of course, the Briscoe, Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Bros won. Yeah. Th- there was no way that was going any other way than that. Uh, Mark Briscoe was a standout oh, with his sure. karate chops and his, <laughs> hi Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was he was really, really leaning into the, the Judy chops. Yep. Uh, if anybody has, is old as me and has seen that video on the internet back in the, back in the glory days of YouTube, mm-hmm. um, it was a real good match to kind of get things popped, you know, and get things started up. Revolution itself yeah. started off with Ricky Starks versus the Ocho Chris Jericho, where Jericho said nobody from the JAS would get involved or be ringside, which made most of us think, Okay, that just means that somebody else is going to get involved. And then on Wednesday night, he's going to announce, hey, so-and-so is now part of the JAS. I kept my word. Wink. You know. So, yeah, uh, Ricky Starks gets the win. Yep. Um, Uh, Sammy came down to interfere at one point, but... Accident ready took him out. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was... It was actually a pretty good match. Yeah, it really was. Uh, overall, and I said this in the, when we in our intro, this was a good show. It really was. Until the end. 
and we'll get and, to and it until the very end, mm-hmm. even. Um, we then had the last burial match, which is AEW's first foray into a buried alive match. It was Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Uh, goal, of course, for a burial a buried alive match is you get your opponent inside a casket and close the lid. Yep, and then they get buried. They've had a casket match before. This is just a little different because the casket match, the casket's down by the ring. You roll them in, you shut the lid, match is over. This one, they get lowered into a quote-unquote a grave, a hole in the stage that's been dug. Um, With some dirt around it. They they pour a bunch of dirt in, and then they dig a hole and put a casket in there. Yep. AEW had a nice twist on it, I thought, in that when the lid closed, the casket actually dropped. The casket, like, fell. (laughs) Uh, I... Honestly, I kind of liked I that. I liked it. Look, that was I a nice it was kind of cool. Um, that was their difference because I think in the WWE ones, you have to throw dirt on the casket yeah. or something like that. Um, these two went at it. Uh, I thought it was a very good match. Jungle Boy finally gave Christian a concerto. He did. Um, which is what ended up winning the the match. He hits him with it and then drug him over, threw him in the casket, and shut the lid. Boom. Yeah. Jungle Boy wins. Th- to me, that's how you have to end this. Yeah. So, for those taking note at home, first two matches, we're two and zero for the the AEW the quote unquote AEW originals. That's gonna be a theme in this pay per view. Uh, Starks beats Jericho, so Young mm-hmm. beats Old. Jungle Boy beat Christian. Young beats old. We then go to the AEW World Trios Championship, mm-hmm. where we had the Elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, versus House of Black. What a match. This match was insane. This is everything that you've come to expect from the Elite and why they can call themselves the Elite, and nobody's like, yeah, right, what are you talking this showed why they are who they are. Yep. And House of Black brought it. We, we've we known that Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews. It's Matthews, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Buddy Matthews. Yeah. yeah Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy was in uh, WWE. Yeah. yeah. We've known that Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews have it and just needed to be able to show it off. I don't have a whole lot of history with Brody King. Because I wasn't watching ROH. That dude is huge. But he's huge. And he kept up with everybody. And this was a great match. Your winners and new World Trios Tag Team Titles. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. House House of Black. Dude, Brady pops so hard for this. Hell, all of us popped. but Yeah. But like... Brady is a huge fan of House of Black, Malachi, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Deservedly so. Yeah. When they won, like, dude was dude was stoked. So, I'm all for it. Yeah, this, this was a great, a great, great match. match. Um, we then had the women's championship match, which this is a good place for it, I think, as a, as a come-down match. It was a triple threat. Jamie Hayter versus Ruby versus Soraya. This was a really good women's match for AEW. Um, 
these women really did the work, right? They they put on a fantastic match. Hater wins. Um, when she won, Ruby's still in the ring. Soraya and Tony go to attack Hater. Ruby kind of throws them out of the ring. Britt then gets in the ring, and Britt and Ruby and Hater are celebrating. Ruby's yelling at Soraya and Tony, you know, the whole thing. And then Ruby super kicks, uh, super kicks Jamie, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Britt turns around, and as Britt turned around, uh, Soraya and Tony jumped her, and then Ruby joins them, which leads to the promo on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um. All right, so let me see. Texas Death was next. Te- Texas Death was next. John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page. I hope to God that AEW held a blood drive. <laughs> before this match. Right. Yes. Uh, Hangman took a fork to the forehead mm-hmm. uh, and bladed. And yep. so did Moxley. Moxley bladed. Oh, several times. Uh, there was more blood on the mat than there was in people's bodies in the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, all said and done, Hangman Adam Page gets the win. Hangman came out to new music. He came out to a version of Ghost Riders in the Sky, which was really cool. And I was very disappointed when he was back to his old music. Yeah, because it was Dynamite. It was the new. It was a remix of that. It was the red and black for the his Tron graphics. Mm -hmm. It looked really cool. And then on Wednesday night when he came out, it was back to the yellow and black, back to the Hangman music. Which don't get me wrong, I like Hangman's entrance. Yeah. I really liked the Ghost Rider entrance, though. Um, it really we, worked. We it did really discuss the it? fact that here comes Hangman coming out to the to the new music to this. This is we're going into a Texas Death Match, right? Mm. He comes out to a more grim music than he normally has, and all this kind of stuff. And then here comes John Moxley to Wild Thing, mm. which just does not fit him at all, especially <laughs> in this kind uh, of yeah. match. Um, it ended with Moxley picking up a chain and like wrapping it around himself. Mm-hmm. Hangman hits a buckshot that knocks Moxley over the top rope with the chain around his neck. So Hangman hung Moxley, basically. Mm-hmm. And Moxley had to tap. You heard that right. Moxley tapped. Yep. Didn't pass out. No three count. Tapped out. So, again, let, let's go back now, right? With the exception of the trios match, which House of Black, all of them except Brody were former WWE guys. Well, all of them, you know. Right. You have... Black, well, you have Black Matthews, and, Matthews, and then you, 
Brody was ROH. Yeah. And Julia Hart is is a homegrown talent. Is homegrown. Um they won over Kenny and the Bucks, who are AEW originals. Yep. So there you had that. Hater wins. That's an AEW original. Mm-hmm. Hangman wins. That's an AEW original. And when I say AEW original, yes, I know these people have wrestled in ROH. They've wrestled in New Japan. They've done that kind of stuff. But they weren't former WWE guys who have come in. We then had the TNT Championship match. King of Television, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Wardlow wins. Mm -hmm. Picks up the belt. Hey, awesome. Wardlow wins. That night, his car gets broken into. Someone stole all was of Was it his... that night or was it uh, Wednesday? I thought it was that night because it wasn't they announced... were in San Francisco. Okay. Well, it wasn't announced until Wednesday. It wasn't announced until Wednesday. So maybe it was like Tuesday night or something like that. But yeah. his car got broken into. All of his gear was stolen, including the TNT title. You know, and um, I realized on the main show, we didn't talk about really his match on Dynamite. No, we mentioned the fact that it was terrible. Yeah. Um, but that being said, let's get... Because, <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about QT Marshall being the one that, that helped him lose. Yeah. Anyways. Um, uh, but again, an AEW original in Wardlow wins. Mm-hmm. AEW World Tag Team Championship. This was the, the, the fatal four-way. The Guns versus the Acclaim versus Jay, uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Danhausen and freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Good back and forth throughout the entire show. Danhausen actually got treated like an actual wrestler and not a comedy gimmick for most of it. He had his comedy spots. You don't put Dan yeah. Housen in a match and not have his comedy spots. But he actually got to be a worker for once, you know, which yeah. only happens every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And he's decent. He's really good at it. Your winners and retained were the ass boys, the guns. Yep. Which I don't like that. Let, let me, well, let me step back. It continues our trend. AEW Originals mm -hmm. winning. Um, I I just I don't buy the guns as champions, mm -mm. but I get the immediate aftermath is I get why they retained because as soon as they win, Renee is like going to give do an interview with them in the ring, and FTR's music hits. Out comes Dax. And Cash, they go down to the ring. They brawl for a few minutes. The guns run off. Dax gets busted open. Dax gets busted open. Uh, so the, the FTR is back, right? Mm. There's been a lot of speculation around over the past few months. Uh, are they going to re-sign with AEW, considering how the end of 2022 went for them? Uh, are they going to let their – because their contract's ended April. Uh, yeah. are they, are they still going to resign or are they going to leave? There is a rumor that even though they've been talking about their contracts ending in April, that they're actually signed to a long-term deal mm -hmm. and that they don't end in April Yeah, and that they never did end in April. I mean, there's so, been, there's been stuff like Dax posted a picture on, on Twitter 
where he was saying, you know, just relaxing uh, on a like a Saturday afternoon, something like that. And he takes a picture, and it's his desk, and there's a glass of whiskey, and in the corner, you can see a piece of letterhead that has the WWE logo on it, which calls people, "Oh my God, it's a contract! They're going to WWE." <laughs> you know, they've made comments about wanting to take a year off. Yeah, and honestly, this is some of the best trolling. Yeah. That has come out of wrestling in a long time. It kind of is. Like, there are times I don't like that kind of stuff because it's just like, why? Yeah. But also, if they didn't do that kind of stuff, we'd have a lot less to talk about. So, but and they also <laughs> didn't pull any punches. Yeah, they were acting as if they were done with AEW. They would badmouth even Tony Khan to some extent on a couple of the podcasts. Yeah, I mean, Dax made a couple of comments about. When they came over to AEW, they were told that the tag division was going to be built on them and the Bucks, Mm -hmm. pure and simple. And for the first little bit, it was. And then they kind of got pushed to the side, and the Bucks ended up becoming like the it. Um. So yeah, FTR's back. I don't know if they're back for a month, back for five years. Who knows? But they're back. Then we have our main event. 60-minute Iron Man match. MJF versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And I have so many mixed feelings about this match. Okay. Let's talk about the match itself. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. Yes. It, we've given MJF a lot of grief over well deserved grief. You know, you know, I've made statements where he's not that good of a wrestler and yada, yada, yada. I stand by everything I've said about his promos. Mm-hmm. I stand by everything I've said about his character. Mm-hmm. Max, I would like to apologize. You are a much better wrestler than I gave you credit for. He was chain wrestling with Brian Danielson. The match was great. Meltzer gave it 5.75 stars. I mm. think that's a lot. I, the ending that's of the match. Too much. The ending of the match immediately takes three stars from it. Yeah. Immediately takes three so, stars from it. So what we have is a 60-minute Iron Man match. Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson gets the first fall. Then MJF uh, kicks him in the yam bags, is to, to quote Taz, which gives Danielson a second fall. But then Max pins him and then immediately pins him again. So now it's two to two. Which I liked that there was no break stand up. rest period. Well, I like that and I hate that because Brian Danielson, when he pinned Max the first time, like, he gets up, he walks away, the whole thing, like a normal Iron Man match. You have to get away from your opponent. You have to let them reset. Yeah. But then when it gets to Max and his two pins, it was pin, pin. One, two, three, one, two, three. And then the announcer said, yeah, there's no resets in, in, in our mm-hmm. Iron Man matches, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> sure. In that case, why didn't Danielson? Then, to me, that says if I'm in that match, I'm bringing out the sledgehammer. I'm going to hit my opponent as hard as I can in the head with it. Probably two or three times. Two or three times. I'm going to take my DQ. 
And then I'm going to lay on them. One, two, three. I'm going to stand up. Lay on them. One, two, three. I'm going to stand up. Lay on them. One, two, three. I'm going to get like 40 pins before they're even do, conscious again. Do, do, you know, do, let's just say you do three pins off of the, the sledgehammer attack. Then you're going to pick them up and you're going to perform your finisher. Yeah. And then get a couple out. pins but off it's of AEW, the, so then they'll kick out. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, And then I'm going to go grab a rope or something or a shirt. Down. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm just going to lock in a submission move. The, with the leverage of the shirt or cloth or whatever, I, I it takes no effort on my yeah. part, and they're in screaming agony the whole time. And every time and, they and, tap his pin, yeah. Um, so we go two to two. We stayed like first of all, we didn't get even our first pins until like thirty minutes in. Yeah. Um. Then Danielson gets another pin. Mm-hmm. Then Max gets a pin. So now we're at three to three. Moving into those final minutes, Danielson has MJF in the LaBelle lock. The buzzer goes off, and then MJF taps. So we ended a draw. Mm-hmm. Boo. Everybody's booing in the audience, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And then Tony Siobhan has the most horribly acted... Wait, I'm 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 hearing from the back. Uh, uh, hey, hang on, hey Tony, hang, hang on. I, I uh, I've got to go to the ring. And he like, he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Tony, yeah, I, I, yeah, got, sure. this. I, I got, got this. I got this. I got this. And he takes off his headset and he walks down to the ring with a microphone and says that you know now during this time the medical staff has come out. They're giving Brian Danielson and MJF oxygen. Like they're playing it up. Yeah. Tony Siobhan gets in the ring and says, uh, you know, our our owner, Tony Khan, has said that this match cannot end in a draw, so we will restart it under sudden death. Um, To get everything out of the ring, MJF grabs the belt. I, I loved this part. MJF grabs the belt, like, ref is standing there looking at him, and the ref just looks at him and goes, go ahead, and, like, points over at uh, Danielson. Go ahead, hit him. And MJF kind of, and hands the belt over to uh, the ref, who takes it and puts it out of the ring. But while he's doing that, uh, that sneaky diamond, he puts the diamond on. He goes to hit Danielson. He misses. Danielson locks him in uh, the bell lock. While he's in the bell lock, the ref sees the diamond ring, grabs his arm, and pulls the ring (laughs) off of his hand. Yeah. Um, He gets to the ropes. He breaks it. And rolls out of the ring where the oxygen bottle was just left. So Danielson goes crawling head first out the edge of the ring with the ref standing there. Yeah. And MJF hits him in the head with the bottle, crawls in, puts Danielson in the label lock, and Brian Danielson taps. So you're... It continues our theme of the originals keeping their getting their wins, but MJF wins. The overbooking nonsense left such a sour taste in my mouth. Yep. Following revolution. Yep. Like we were talking about it here and the fact that to have been top to bottom a good pay per view. Mm hmm. For the fact that that Iron Man match was actually a good Iron Man match. 
there is no reason that it should have ended that way. Like, if you're going to go to sudden death, that's fine. You don't go to sudden death with people having gotten pins. You do sudden death at zero to zero. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's when you do that. Here, what you do is you say, it ended in a draw. It ended in a draw. MJF's still the champion. MJF is still the champ. MJF retains. And you could then have the idea of MJF saying, I beat Daniel Bryan. I'm the best. Burr, 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 burr. Danielson is saying, dude, you did not beat me. And then you can carry, you can bring that feud up again later. Yeah. You can still transition Max to whoever you want him to fight next. And you can still have Danielson do what he did on Dynamite where he said, hey, I, I'm, I'm going away. Yeah. This, this, I, I did not win. I didn't I'm win. I really felt the match. I'm going to go home and spend time yeah, with my you, kids. You, you can have him spin that in a, that was a 60-minute match. 15 years ago, that wouldn't have bothered me at all. And now I'm beat, I'm bloody, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I have it in me anymore. And before it's all gone, I want to be able to spend time with my family. I'm going home. Yeah. You know, and you can have him go the route of, dude, I'm old. <laughs> the scene bunk, I'm old, I'm tired, you know. Yeah. And he leaves that way. And then you can have Max continue to poke at him. Mm-hmm. I reti- I retired the great Brian Danielson. Yep. That's a new thing. And and Danielson doesn't respond. Like he doesn't respond to it at all. Look at me. Look at how great I am. I retired a legend. You know? And it's all based on the fact that he really didn't win. You know? And yeah. he goes through and he does a, his next couple of feuds. Let Danielson have some time off. The dude's mm-hmm. been a workhorse for him. And then he can come back and say, and and when he comes back, you know, that's when Max is like, oh, no, I retired you. And he's like, I never said I was retired. I said I was going home. I'm in great shape. I feel better than I ever have, and I'm coming back to win that belt. And there you go. Yeah. You know, now you have a, a built-in or built-in reason, the whole thing. But this all goes back to Tony Khan can't book. He can't. Regardless so of what people in trash. the internet wrestling community think. Right. Tony Khan is not a good booker. So instead, we end up with this trash. We end up with a horrible sour note to an otherwise great pay-per-view. It honestly ruined, and, and I know that this is petty and dumb, the ending of the show mm-hmm. ruined the entire show for me. Well, it's the last thing you remember. Um. That's why, you know, that's why a lot of bands, when they do, they don't do their biggest hit during the show, that biggest hit is their encore because they want to send the crowd home happy. That used to be the key for wrestling. You send the crowd home happy, mm-hmm. you know, however that may be. Even if you end your show on the heels getting the win, you have a dark match where the faces get the win. Yeah. In this case, it just it didn't to me this ending fell flat it tainted the entire match and it tainted the whole card mm-hmm. um so it was you know as happy as i was at house of black wins as happy as i am that 
you know, looking down the card, you see all of these original AEW stars beating the ex-Fed guys or, you know, that kind of thing. It just really, bleh. And I'm not even saying Danielson should have won. I'm just saying that that ending was not it. That ending was the wrong decision. And then you compound it by the ending of Dynamite. Yeah. So, and and I, it just... Yeah, you have two shows in a row that the ending is just not good. Because the ending of Dynamite was not good. Hey, Will Hobbs deserves that title. He deserves the, he deserves the world, that dude does. Yeah. He didn't need to beat Wardlow with QT Marshall's help. And why do you take the title off of Joe, put it on Wardlow, only to take it off of Wardlow three days later? Just have Hobbs beat Joe. Simple. Anyway, I think think that really covers Revolution. We could probably talk more, but there really isn't anything more to say. I would say watch it all the way up to the last match and then just skip the last match. Watch no the last how. watch the last match until and when they, they call get, it when they call it the draw, just be like, That was a great pay per view. Turn, it, turn off. it off. Yeah. Uh, so. with all that being said, we need to shout out and say thank you to McNarb Gaming. Yeah, we're gonna do some quick plugs here. <laughs> just we're gonna thank McNarb. We're gonna thank Big Dog Liquor. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna tell you to go listen to Travelers on the Omnibus. Fearology and silence your cell phones. If you want to hear the full plugs, go listen to our full show. Yeah. Um, you guys know these by now. You know the drill. Stay tuned. There might be an announcement of uh, a, a new podcast or something coming up here soon. We you don't never know. know. Uh, maybe we'll add some more podcasts to our shout outs. Who knows? Yep. So, anyway, yep. we'll see you it. next time. Cheers. Cheers.